Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Horrible shooting earlier this week in Louisville. And uh, now we're getting more details about uh, the mother of the shooter who apparently found out that her kid might be up to something and called immediately 911. And uh, it is, uh, uh, you can hear the terror in her voice. 911, operator valves, where is your emergency? Yes, my, um, I could, my, my son might be He probably has a gun and he's heading toward the Old National at uh, on Main Street here in Louisville. Main Street, Old National? Yes, uh, this is his mother. I'm so sorry. I'm getting details secondhand. I'm running to it now. Oh, my Lord. Okay. And what exactly is going on with him? Why, what, it, what is he saying he's doing? I, I don't know. I'm getting this information from the roommate. I, I think he, he's never heard me once. He's a really good kid. Please don't come up to me. Okay. He said he was headed to the old national thing. Did he say what he was going to do there? No, he didn't. But I think she got it. Her, apparently, his roommate had suspected he was having a lot of issues. And then he texted his roommate. And he called uh, the, his mom immediately and said so, something was up. So the timeline was this guy, 25 years old, killed five people, injured eight. It's the shooting at the bank. But he had texted his roommate and his roommate texted the shooter's mom. Yeah. Mom called 911. Yeah. I think originally his roommate thought he was suicidal and which he was. But it, it, that and, and it, you know, the. Apparently, he was supposed to be fired from the bank, and there was all this stuff, and he went there, and his mom's like, he's a good boy. We don't even own guns, and... and, and well, he bought one. Yeah. Yeah, he, he bought did. it. He bought it legally, and it's it, it's that... It, it goes back to the point. I mean, I don't want to have the old, the old conversation all over again because it doesn't get us anywhere, but how can we get to the point where this guy is not in his right mind, and he's buying a gun specifically to kill human beings? So how do you stop that person from doing it because he got it legally but there's got to be some sort of a test or he wasn't in his right mind but he still got a gun but you can still pass so a test not being in your you right could. mind you sure and, you sure and could. the thing is you could but buy there's some not today. even a test now so you know what's you could the buy some today and, and four years from now you, you could. could snap there's no doubt you're absolutely right but yeah the, just listening to his mom you know uh, I think she she thought he was going to go take people hostage or do something Gosh. like that. She sounds horrified. She is. I but, mean, but did did anyone know that he was a danger to himself or a danger to other people? His roommates always red flags. There are always red flags everywhere. We never see it. Whether it's a, a parent who keeps quiet, a Facebook post, a tweet, a text, and then of course we find out about it after they slaughter a bunch of people. His roommate. Started to get a suspicion that something was wrong, but thought he was suicidal. Didn't think there was never any, by the sounds of it, there was never any situation where his roommate thought he was going to go kill a bunch of people. He thought he was having suicidal, you know, issues. And then when he got a text saying, you know, goodbye, I love you, kind of thing, it's not good. That's when he panicked. Yeah. All right. So that's the latest. We haven't really spent a lot of time on the shooting because, in all honesty, I don't know what to talk about with no. it anymore. I don't know where to go with it. It's a horrible situation. It is every time. But, you know, to to continue to discuss something that no one wants to fix, I don't know what the point is. No. I'm sorry. And I, I don't really even don't. know how you how you fix it. Yeah, I don't know either. No. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the new son's owner. Is he in a little bit of hot water? I, I don't think so at this point. No. But what we have seen in the past, especially here in Arizona, is uh, owners of teams Getting the headlines. Michael Bidwell's gotten them the last couple of weeks. 
Certainly Robert Sarver got them. He sold the team to Matt Ishbia. And now we've got a report from, I think it's uh, Front Office Sports, and it's also... um, On Bloomberg. Bloomberg, thank you. Uh, His company, United Wholesale Mortgage, they've been accused of fostering a racist, sexist culture. Do we know who's come out and said anything? Do we know specifically uh, former, some former employees? Because it's just it's very all anonymous. Kind it's of. all anonymous right now. Employees describe the workplace uh, in which managers treated black people differently from white people. Uh, there were sexually inappropriate comments, according to Bloomberg. Uh, managers also berated their subordinates and made sexual con- comments. Okay, so is any of this tied to Matt Ishbia? Because that's what everybody wants to know. It doesn't seem to be. It was tied. To the former son's owner, because yeah. the stuff coming out of his mouth was the N-word yeah. and all the bad stuff and the se- sexually explicit things. Th- that's not the case here as as of now. No, no. It's They're, not the case here all as said, of now. And it's funny, the people that are anonymous in this have all said, well, this didn't come from him. This came from, you know, other, um, you know, people that work there and... And, and I think it's plausible that this definitely that this happened at the company. Yeah, it's seven thousand people. Yeah, I have news for you. you put seven thousand people somewhere, no matter how good the culture is, mm. you're going to have a few ding dongs and a few people that step over the line. So you're how do you some people that are partying too much? Yes, there was a lot of cocaine apparently. But, but how do you how do you have a big company and not know that? And and here's the other question: How do you have a big company and find out that kind of stuff? You've got to hire the right people under you that says. I'm going to tell you the truth no matter what. And maybe he hired the wrong people. Maybe that's all he's guilty of here, that he hired the wrong people and they hid it from him. And I maybe don't know. some of the stuff just never warranted getting up to him. I don't, I don't, we don't have the specifics. Because I don't right. know how many law. I'm sure there's tons of lawsuits. By the way, anywhere you go, there's tons of lawsuits. Right. Anywhere you work, there's tons of lawsuits. Hmm. So that really doesn't mean anything anymore, especially with everybody being offended about everything all the time. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you have things that are going, you know, if you have sexually inappropriate comments, that's something. If you're treating black people differently than white, that's something. You know, if you're if you're making sexual but comments, I don't see towards, any of the lawsuits in here. I don't see any of these things that were taken up further. I don't see Matt Ishbia attached yeah. to any of these. Yeah. So you know, it's just my guess his would be company. He's horrified is, right. about yeah. this. Yeah, it's not Robert Sarver. No, it's not. Well, we need to be very clear about that. And he had seven thousand employees. They're like they're talking about people who are partying off business. You know, the business places that uh, what is he supposed to do with that? Right, like if I if I employ seven thousand people and somebody goes and has uh, goes and throws a mega party, uh, that's that's them. That's well, their private. Is time. it a one time party or is it everybody you know from the office comes and you know we're inviting clients and then there's all this you know sexual stuff and that there's there's drugs and I don't think Ishbia would want to run an organization. No, like I don't that. think so either. Yeah, me neither. But you know, if it's a bunch, if it's twelve young guys who are partying hard, mm-hmm. that's a them thing. Well, if you party hard and it's outside of the office, I that's mean, that's a them thing, right? If, if, you're, if you're a house and you don't know about it, and yeah. you go back to work on Monday and you're doing a good job. I don't know how you're supposed to find out about all that stuff. If you're going and you're partying twenty four seven, you're not getting your job done. You're going to get fired. Yeah, there you go. You know, and as we all know, if you get your job done and you do it well, uh, there's a longer leash for a lot of people. It is true. That is true. So I think Ishbi is looking at this and saying, yeah, this is not what I want to see. But the NBA's probably looked into all of these things. They had to look into him before he bought the team. Yeah. Before he bought the Suns. Absolutely. And if they missed this, well, let's just go there. What if they knew about all this stuff? 
They'll, they'll say it, it's, it's a major corporation with, right. at one time, you know, they've had over 20,000 employees. Well, you've got to tie it to Ishbia. you got to tie it directly to him. here is tied directly no. to him. But do you want to say, hey, it's your it's your company and... You know the buck stops with you. We've heard about that, right? Yeah, I think that I think that I think that is the, that ship has sailed. They did their due diligence, mm-hmm. and they were comfortable enough because they couldn't have another issue where they sold the team, and then the team's got to be sold less than Again. a year later. Yeah, right. All right. Coming up next, inflation is down to five percent. That's good. So why is money still pouring out of your wallet? Next. All right, let's talk about the economy and inflation. Inflation actually dropped. Well, it's about time. Okay, but if inflation, Chad, went down to 5%, should we really feel good about uh, the economy? Mm. I mean, in March, inflation eased. We had less expensive gas and food. There was some relief to households. But we decided we'll bring in an expert. Is this a big deal? 5%, that's what inflation is. Caleb Silver joined us a little earlier, ABC News contributor, editor-in-chief of Investopedia. Guy knows his business. Uh, Here's what he told us about inflation. Take a listen. It's a little Goldilocks, not too hot, not too cold, but we still have inflation at 5%, and the Federal Reserve wants it closer to 2%. Now, we're way down from that 9.2% last July, but we still have sticky high inflation in the things that we can't avoid, and that's food, that's shelter, and that's transportation, and we can't avoid paying that, especially lower-income folks, every single month. So it's still high, which means the Fed's probably going to have to raise interest rates maybe one more time when it meets in May. Hey, Caleb, uh, the Fed came out a little while ago. The minutes have been released, and they're expecting because of the banking crisis, there's going to be a recession, probably the fall of this year. I don't know if you can blame the banking crisis solely on that, but there's no doubt we're headed for some uh, some tougher days ahead. Yeah, so if you look at the Fed's growth forecast, that also shows an extreme slowdown in GDP this year, about 0.8%, and then rising again to 1.4% next year. But the fact that the banks have gone through these issues, and they are tightening up their lending, and lending is very tight, banks are barely loaning money right now, means that the economy is going to grow much slower, plus you have high inflation still, plus you have these interest rates that the Fed has has, uh, jacked up over the past 14 months or so to combat inflation. It's the perfect storm of these three elements that are probably going to slow the economy into a recession. That said, it's going to probably be a recession unlike one we've ever seen before when you have unemployment below 4% and you still have the green light in a lot of indicators like manufacturing, like consumer spending. So it's a very peculiar recession, more like a growth recession. Hmm. Talking to Caleb Silver from ABC News, editor-in-chief, Investopedia. We've got uh, some decent inflation numbers. It's come down. You just said it would be a different type of recession. Like just, you know, us being the average, uh, you know, Joes here and everybody listening. What does that type of a recession specifically look like for, let's say, the everyday American, everyday Arizonan? Yeah, so for for everyday Americans and Arizonans, you don't know we're in a recession until you lose your job or your neighbor loses their job or their house gets foreclosed on or something like that happens. So it's kind of personal in a lot of ways. Technically speaking, a recession is a slowdown about five or six different economic indicators, and the ones we feel as households and consumers are spending and our personal savings. Are we able to save more money, or is that money going out to pay for higher-cost goods? That can be a cause of a recession and feel like a recession. So right now, it's going to feel like 
like you're going to hear more uh, drumbeat around layoffs. We've had about 300,000 so far this year. You're going to hear less jobs being added, and you're also going to hear a slowdown either from companies or from the economy in general. But you're not going to feel it personally unless you're personally impacted by an event, and that could be a job loss, that could be an unexpected expense, that could be your neighbor again losing their home or their job. So it's personal in a lot of ways, although the economy is going to feel kind of sluggish probably for a year, year and a half. All this talk we're talking about, you know, we're still looking at the the oil and gas and all this stuff. These numbers are good, but here in Arizona, we're only 50, 50 cents behind where we were last year. Now they're getting ready to cut uh, production from OPEC. We're heading into the months where normally gas goes up. Are we going to start to see maybe inflation bump again through the summer months? Yeah, and the reason that the Fed doesn't actually look at food and gas prices is because they're very volatile and they do vary month to month, season to season. But we are looking at higher gas prices. That said, food prices looks like they've abated a little bit. It's still up 8.4% year over year. But those egg prices that were crazy two, three months ago, those have come way down, as have meat prices, as have dairy prices. Cereal and bakery products, still pretty high. So gas prices drives up overall inflation because it's a key part of the supply chain. We need it for just about everything. You'll feel it. But that said, the Fed thinks inflation is going to be closer to three, three and a half percent by the end of this year. And I think consumers have that expectation as well. All right, Caleb Silver, ABC News contributor, editor-in-chief, Investopedia. We appreciate your time, and thanks for the info. Thank you. All right, so 3% inflation by the end of this year. I'll take that. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, also, I thought it was interesting. He talks about this recession, how it's going to be a very personal one. Yeah. Maybe it's not every... Well, let me put it this way. Maybe it's not a lot of people lose their job. Maybe it is a number... That is not astronomical. Well, I think uh, like you know, 2008, like, but yeah. it becomes very personal if you are the one that loses their job. I think what you're going to see is, you know, they're talking 5% is where this would pr- probably push us down to that 3%, mm. 2%, uh, you know, inflation number. I, 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 but we're a ways away from that. That's 2 million plus jobs. Yeah. You know, where yeah. we haven't shed 2 million jobs. And, and remember, too, people panic. And when stuff starts to go south, people will really start to panic. And I think that's just, you know, that that's just human nature. Yeah. So I don't know how long uh, they, they think they can get there till this. But mm-hmm. I do know this. If you take out gas and, and, and the commodities that we have for natural gas and your energy stuff, uh, we need that stuff to live off of. Of course. You know, I mean, and that stuff's going up. And by the way, the more expensive it is for gas, the more expensive it is going to be for us to buy goods. That is true. Might be a tough summer, especially with gas prices. All right. Uh, It seems that we have one less politician in the Arizona legislature. No way. Yeah. uh, Something named Liz Harris got booted. It's tough to get fired. I mean, by especially by your own party. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. So what happened was she invited a speaker. Uh, she's a Republican. She invited a speaker to a committee hearing. And that speaker accused a lot of people in the legislature uh, of, take, of taking bribes from the cartel. And so the legislature's like, yeah, you know what? You haven't really lasted very long here. You've only been here for like one or two months. We're firing you. So they had a vote today, 46-13. Which is good because she said she wasn't going to do anything till they do a redo on that election. Yeah, yeah. This is the woman that said, I'll never vote on a single bill until we redo the 2022 election. And they kind of have. And they did. They redid her election. They did. <laughs> I wonder if she wanted to redo the 2022 election, but everyone but her who 
apparently won. That's the Boy, way that works. You, huh? you started out pretty bad and you ended pretty bad. Now you're in the same group of people with Stringer, Shooter, Don Shooter, Don Stringer. What's the other shooter? What's Tom Horn's friend? I always forget this. Uh, That's Wise Stringer, right? It's David Stringer? It's David Stringer. David Stringer. Stringer, David Stringer, Stringer, Stringer uh, David Stringer and David Don Stringer. Shooter. David Stringer is the alleged pedophile. 2018 and 2019. Back-to-back good years. Don Don't forget, Shooter. Stringer was also the one who said there weren't enough white kids in Arizona schools. <laughs> of Drop course he did. <laughs> of course he did. And Don Shooter was the one that was speaking terribly to women for, like, decades. Yeah. And uh, they booted they booted both of them. Now they booted uh, uh, Liz uh, uh, Harris. Yeah, one of them dropped the mic. Right, one of them did the there drop the mic. Um, I, that was shooter. That was shooter. Yeah. Was shooter. Yeah. Douche. <laughs> Douchebag. She gave a <laughs> she gave a thumbs up on her way out the door. Oh, she's, she's good like, people. Great. Thanks, guys. Which one should I play here, wise man? Let's uh, see. We got a couple of Liz Harris. She got booted today. Uh, let's listen to this one. I stand on honesty and integrity. I stand on honesty and integrity. Honesty and integrity. Well, can you stand over there? <laughs> well, can you stand in the un- your honesty unemployment? Integrity is getting into my the unemployment line. The report is a lie. The report is a lie. You're the one that brought the the person to the committee. So God, what do you say? To God your knows the truth. What do you say to your fellow Republicans who voted to expel you? They did. They booted her good. They did. They did. This was an example of we how you need to toe the awesome. line. You need to toe the line. If you don't toe the line. All right. I don't know. I can't understand it. Some lady is yelling in the background for crying out loud, lady. Anyway, Liz. Uh, what is it? Harris? Liz Harris. She's gone. Yeah. So what's going to happen is. They're, the Republicans will pick three people. Unless you're Wendy Rogers. <laughs> They'll pick three people, put them in front of the uh, Maricopa County Board, and the Maricopa County Board will say, listen, here's here's the one that uh, that we think is uh, is good. Don't pick a conspiracy theorist. Let's move away from those people, okay? Wendy's like, I got... And, and unlike Tennessee, she's not... She's she, gone. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. All right, coming up next. Um, would you eat at a restaurant run entirely by robots? Well, All right. Do you have to do the voice every time? Plus, I'll do All right. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. You know, if you look around, uh, Chick-fil-A locations, they're dominating. A lot of people there, a lot of lines. Uh, In-N-Out Burger, there was a story just the other day. That's one of the more healthy fast food burgers that you could get. It's fresh. So if you're McDonald's, what do you do? Well, you... Um, R2-D2? Yes. The burger flipper? Yeah. You open a restaurant with no human beings in it. So they're doing this across the country. It'll probably get to Phoenix. And there are no human beings in this type of a business model. What happens is, I, I actually believe you can, you can walk in and order. You also can go through the drive-through and order. Yes, but you won't be you won't you won't be near a human being. It's all robots. You know, one of the big things they said when they announced all these layoffs last week is we're going to get ready to revolutionize the way that mm. we do stuff. I think this is that first step in that revolution. Yeah. Yeah. So how does it work? So when you walk in, there's no one working at the counter and you order whatever you want on the screen. Sometimes they have these robots going around bringing your food to you. And if you want to go through the drive through, you just order ahead online. Okay. Drive through, you order head online. If you want to walk in, you go to the screen. McDonald's already has this in a lot of different places. It's just the touch screen. I don't like to do it because the, the germs. People have touched it. People have touched it. I, I don't want to go from that to my food. Anyway, uh, I, I find it fascinating. It, 
it seems like you're right. This is the next model. We don't have to hire uh, kids who don't want to be here. Yeah. Because, you know, I think uh, you're starting to kind of see that. You know, you're, you're starting, and maybe it's because we're just getting a little bit older. I don't know. We're less patients. But, you know, when you walk in or you go through the drive-thru, sometimes you get a smile. Sometimes, you, like, this this guy doesn't want to be there. Right? He no, doesn't want to give no, me my coffee. No, no. And it's kind of a put-off. And you're like, okay, so how about robots? That's what's going to happen. What if I want some? Who makes the sandwiches? How did they even get them out That's there? That's going to be the interesting thing, the robot sandwiches. Because they already right. have burger makers that are robots. Okay. Is this is this it? Or they're going to have regular people? Uh, There's not a soul there. I mean, that's uh, what they're saying. There's literally no employees there. It's all robots. I don't know how it works. I, I, I find it fascinating. It's going to be the first store with no human employees. Are people going to like that is the thing. I think they will. Is it because if it's we more efficient and fast, then it's good. Yeah, if they get it right. And if they get it right. Because well, human error happens all the time. I, I want to go. I want to see if they get it right. I want to see if they get it right, I want to see who's going to serve me. They have one in Fort, Fort Worth, Texas. And, man, it is a trip. There is nobody there. Nobody there. Do I have to tip the robot? You do not. Okay. They've asked you not to do uh, Becky Lynn Don't is Don't touch next. the robot either. Don't touch the robot. All right. Becky Lynn is next. Uh, we're fine. Deal with it.